Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome back to our brand new episode of Acts of Pod. As always, on lead vocals, it's me, Gina. Um, on bass, we have Ann. Ann, how are you doing? Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I've been uh, working on some poetry, so I'm really in the in the zone. <laughs> All right, um, we're happy to hear it. And, um, like, I mean, we've been to a couple of, of, of poetry nights, just you and the bass. Sure, um, sure. That's what I do. Just, just, and we, we support your side projects. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm not, who are we to judge? I mean, I'll and show the, up for open mic night for you any day. And, and, and Eugenia, too. Oh, well, I mean, I appreciate that. And and I want you to know that that voice you just heard was Cezanne. Yes. And um, every week, all I want from her is to bring her synthesizer because we're working on, as we've told you before, even further down the downward spiral, a tribute <laughs> album <laughs> to Nine Inch Nails. And all I need from her is a synthesizer. And she yeah. brings in increasingly bizarre instruments. I don't appreciate it. I like to think outside of the box. Even right. further down the downward, <laughs> the downward spiral. Yeah. My favorite it's so far an was infinite the, spiral. Right. She did she did get a haunted oboe off eBay. And again, we had Fitzwilliam in the studio. Now and I'm not kidding, she showed up. With a demonic xylophone, <laughs> a demonic xylophone that was used it's made from bones. That's right, and it was used to well, try you know to what? summon demons. Yeah, how do What's we know that? it's demonic? Maybe it's a celebration of bones. No, it's the rib bones of the founding fathers. Ooh, well, is, then that, it is, is that what they told you? Then it, it is, is a celebration. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. I, I like to I mean, tinkle, wow. tinkle on them. Oh, Just, wow. This really I'll, took a I'll, turn. I'll, so, oh, I'll tinkle, tinkle on them. <laughs> tinkle you want to tinkle on their face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, th- I feel like this reinforces my demonic, demonic xylophone, <laughs> but either way. Yeah, I mean, I think it probably is. You know, it's made from 
you well, know, you know, people with... Never well, mind. what's weird is that you cannot keep rhythm on the xylophone, which makes me think, yes, it was middle-aged white men that comprised the nose. Because <laughs> at no point can you get into a rhythm of any kind. You want to. You know, like you, you're clapping along at a, at a, I don't know, Dave Matthews Band concert. Like, you know that somewhere there's rhythm, but you can't oh, get God. to it. Same... Yeah, I mean, there's you don't have to imagine it. I mean, you could look it up on YouTube. It's not yeah, it's the weirdest there. thing in the world. It's there for you to see. Yeah, and enjoy. What would you say? <laughs> I would say, nice try. <laughs> don't bite the mailman. It's no. a dog on no. the string. No. Oh God. Wow. Uh, it really comes down to just letting words. you go one more line before <laughs> it goes off the rails. It's all about giving space. Don't don't bite the mailman. Don't bite the mailman. That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. All right. Okay. That's what I meant. Wow. So, um, but you know, I was the banter. I was going to ask you a question. Uh that I saw that was big on Twitter because that's where a lot of um, the fodder for the show comes in is that we like to take a topic that's big in the news and put it in historical context. And um, like today's topic, I'll go ahead and um, introduce it, but we're going to talk about minority rule and it's going to be pretty glum and depressing so before we get there another thing that was also trending on the on the twitters was what was your go-to album at 15 because (laughs) there are studies out now that show (laughs) that 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 is the yeah that was in fact the time where like you bonded with music in such a way. That's the pivotal year. The pivotal year. That's the pivotal yeah. year. So it's not like, oh wow, like it just sounded different at that age. No, it really did. Like it was forged. Yeah, yeah your brain. I, I've heard some research about this, about like the music, the way your brain is forming at that age. It that whatever you're listening to, there's something about it that will never be the same in what right because cognitively be. you're going through this like individuation process yeah and like yeah your frontal lobes are really kind of kicking into gear which is where your personality is basically and so right. you're storing all of this and it's like that's the stuff that you identify with the most strongly is yeah. when your brain is in its a way it's like the first time you were like that you could describe how you felt about yourself to someone else like like right. this this is how i'm feeling and you could present it as evidence like yeah you know as yeah. a child it's like your people identify for you like oh you know she likes green beans and purple's our favorite color and it's like they <laughs> it's like you as observed by other people Right. And then finally you're at an age where it's like, no, this album, this is right. how I That's, feel. This right. is me. This right. is me right it's here. It's me, da. That's me, da. 
That's okay. me. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have an answer, Ian, or um, Cesar? I, what? I, I mean, the Velvet Underground Pill Slowly and See. That was wow. a major transformative thing that defined me to this day. Okay. <laughs> wow. So um, I'm trying to think. Also, Led Zeppelin. I was... Houses of oh, the Holy. Yeah. Houses of the Holy. Yeah. Nice. You I'm that giving you two. Rock. Two. <coughs> yeah, you can um, have two. I probably when I was fifteen is when I started to listen to like, like REM. That and, that's cool. That's yeah. And uh, Depeche Mode, and Liz Fair. I yeah. was pretty into Liz Fair at that age, that's and very like good. um. Oh, what was it? I don't know. I did have, I remember this, uh, I remember buying it, I remember seeing it in the record store with Ziggy Stardust, the motion picture, because I didn't know, mm-hmm. I had, like, heard David Bowie on the radio, and it, the, because the picture on the front is David Bowie smoking a cigarette, and it's on fire. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, I was like 15, but the, but the other one that I remember thinking, oh, this, this is me. Like there's another person. Cause like we were all, this is before the internet. Right. Yeah. So oh, like, if, yeah. And I was like in religious school with religious people went to religious church. So like, I didn't know anybody that was like me ever. Like I'd never met anybody like me, like that was a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And I that was like the year that Homogenic came out by Bjork. Oh yeah. So like that was like the first time that I was like, oh, th- this like this is me. <sighs> like the way that she described the experience like of being a woman just sort of like you know, I'm married to myself and like how could you offer me love like that? My heart's burnt. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like that's such a woman thing to say like anyway yeah but any i just thought that was interesting but yeah i i i I would have guessed that for y'all if i had had to put an answer down i would have said that i think we all would have been pretty close yeah all right so um all right. Well, enough banter all right are we gonna get into this or (laughs) what we're getting into it we're getting into it right now okay so um yeah so like i i had alluded to previously here on axopod we like to take something that's shown up you know in the media landscape and like to put it in a bigger historical context and um so one of the things that shows up, and, and it, mostly around elections, but certainly now that we're talking impeachment, is a term, like we talked about political correctness, but another term is minority rule. So I put the girls out to researching just so we could, you know, if you're doing your laundry and you want to know what this term means... We read a couple articles. 
We spent a couple hours googing. <laughs> just googing around. Totally. Googing and, around. Uh, just googing around. And uh, we feel like we come to some understanding about it. And we'd like to talk to you about it and how it's, you know, shown up around the world. And, I mean, everybody loves it. That historically, people are loving it. Yeah. That's what I'm getting yeah. the in- impression. It's working out really well. Everywhere. It's always, it's always looked Embraced. out for, for everyone. Right. The little guy. The underdog. Right. That's what it sounds like anyway. <laughs> so I don't um, see how this, I don't see how this is going to make <laughs> a, a, a weird turn for the worse <laughs> at any point. <laughs> No. I, I, I can certainly jump into what the founding fodder fodders founding <laughs> fodders the founding fodders hello hello fodder I've been listening reading to Nirvana <laughs> Kurt Cobain is quite the genius <laughs> But I don't think. Never mind. You know what? Look. Look, cut it, cut it, cut it. Cut it. I can talk about the cut founding it. fathers whenever. Founding fathers. I. <laughs> I can't. Okay. The founding fathers (laughs) had an enormous responsibility. (laughs) They took it very seriously. They did it so seriously. (laughs) Over a plate of meat (laughs) beers. I'm so sorry. In a couple of (laughs) some liquor and ales. (laughs) A nice bitter lugger. Okay. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what it means. Okay. Tell me about the founding figures. <laughs> okay. So when we're talking about minority rule. Right. We're talking Madison. We're talking Jefferson. We're talking Madison. We're talking Franklin. We're talking Henry. <laughs> We're talking, we're talking really, like, the my most favorite men in the world. Yeah, it's like the president of the Founding Fathers fan club. Oh my god, right. I love him so much. Just kidding. We're talking about the man who would go on to contribute to the demonic xylophone. That <laughs> <laughs> Precisely those men whose intercostals... <laughs> It plays, become. <laughs> it plays beautifully, but out of rhythm. The bones of our founding fathers. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh. oh, God. So, okay. uh, here's what their idea of minority rule. They were against it. Based on, and this is going to shock you, um, it was based on the fact that they wanted 
all white land-owning men to have the same, an equal say. So, at the time, what we're looking at what? The 1760s. The 1770s. <laughs> right. Um, we're so, talking cropped pants, buckled <laughs> shoes, <laughs> powdered wigs. We're talking boring as fuck. Um, okay, so their idea was it was strictly based on making sure that white land owning men had an equal say regardless of what state they lived in. So that meaning like minority rule. So a small state like Delaware with less amount of land owning white men would have the same voice the same equal voice as Virginia uh, in terms of voting. And side note, this is why we have the electoral college still. That's a very good uh, point. And which is based on uh, whiteness. And so like a popular state like Virginia versus at the time, a lower populous state like Georgia um, Georgia had fewer land-owning white men, so the objective was that big states, big meaning a higher population, land-owning white men, couldn't push around the small states. The small, Does that make- smaller population states, right? Exactly, and by small states, that means states with fewer white land-owning men. Right. Were there other kinds of people? There's no way on on God's green earth that these <laughs> founding fathers were going to allow someone other than landowning white men to have a say. So, of course, right. that, w- that was the whole idea. The... Rate like their idea of race or because race is a construct, their idea of race, gender, whatever that meant nothing. That's nothing, right? All minority rule meant was the population of rich white men. That's what it right. And funny enough, I feel like it still still is still uh, kind of um. Maybe working out the same way today. So I thought you were saying that they were against minority rule. They are. Are They they are in the at that time. They're against minority rule as far as they wanted any land owning white men to have an equal voice in voting. Like that's why there's the electoral college. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, if you if you're like a a fancy pants, a highfalutin white man in Delaware, your vote is going to be just as important as those white men in Virginia. That's what okay. minority rule meant at the time for the white people in power, calling okay. the shots. Well, okay, there there were two sort of competing issues 
from what I understood was that they were worried about they were they were worried about the power of the majority when it came to things from like overpowering um the minority for example like sometimes minorities need protecting right, right. from like the tyranny of the majority right <laughs> oops uh oh what happened what? <laughs> you know what? Don't worry about it. Did you spill something on your lap? I might have spilled something very important to Mama. I heard a it splishy splashy. Sounds like you're. Sounds like it's still spilling. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> the, fr- the founding furters didn't worry about it. <laughs> The Fernie Furters didn't care. They just kept her and Gary. <laughs> Keep good and good. <laughs> Joe, when, when can I do my poem? Poem. Okay, wait. Oh, I, all I was going to say was that they, they were protecting. They didn't. But what we need to establish about majority versus minority rule, and as far as this is all. What's your poem about, by the way? Because. Um, is it about the founding fathers? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cause the, all right. Let me just finish this then. Yeah, they were trying to protect against the tyranny of the majority, and like you said, Anne. Oh, so I was gonna say the cruelty of the majority, right? But they uh, also wanted to make sure, like you were, like you were setting up that you know, uh, uh a state that had less of a population that they would get uh, their say, that they wouldn't have any less power. But as you were highlighting, and those were also mm-hmm. slaveholding states. So right at the beginning. Right. Electoral college has its roots in. Right. White supremacy, a topic that we haven't directly covered, but is underpinning... Almost every single thing ever. Yeah, minority rule is also... I mean, I would think... I mean, it's a... It's in the family of colonialism, right? Yeah. It is the family of colonialism. (laughs) Yeah, colonialism is definitely minority rule. All right. Yeah. Okay. Before before we get Absolutely. to rage cage, it's not uh, it's okay. not exactly the same. Well. Like I there there is a difference, but like um like a distinction to be made. But it, it's in the family. It's close. Yeah. We can hey, bring it in. I'm but you're before preaching we to even my get choir. that far, let's let's get to that that poem. <laughs> All right. Talk about minority rule. Ben Franklin, you are the greatest fool. Let me finish. Poor Farmer Almanac. Poverty no. is your joke. Funny, your face is whack. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Founding fathers is a joke to me. They found nothing in real history. If history is important, then Eurologic says, Founding Fathers, what were your plans? 
Oh, guess what? They're full of dumb dirt. Just like the graves <laughs> you're in. I'll never visit. <laughs> that is powerful, Ann. That is powerful. Gina, that is Gina, moving. Gina's face is horrifying. <laughs> I mean, you wrote those words down. You told them, man. You you put them you put them in order. <laughs> oh my god! Just like the graves you're in, I'll never so visit. What? <laughs> Well, and you could, you know what? And you would have never had to if Saison hadn't brought that demonic xylophone. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I somehow conjured this poem out of the depths of hell. I, I, you know, she never even talked about poetry until you got that xylophone delivered to the studio, and now we've got beat poetry Anne over here. Oh my god. <laughs> My favorite line is, oh, guess what? They're full of dumb dirt. Dumb dirt. Just like the graves you're in. I'll never visit. No. Uh -uh. Uh Uh-uh. And if I do... (laughs) Then go to hell. Gina just left. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. God, I mean, everybody is so terrified uh, to speak critically (laughs) of the founders. (laughs) But some, somehow you found a way. Yeah, she's like on the razor's edge. You know? <laughs> That's right. She is the Somerset mom of the... <laughs> the Somerset mom! Oh my god, that's a compliment. I know you don't mean it, but god, I wish I could be the Somerset mom. Founding father. Founding father poetry. Yeah. Yeah. But I was I was trying to think of a way to say doo doo poetry, but you know, <laughs> <Doo-doo> po- <laughs> I couldn't think of a better adjective. Doo doo pie poetry. <laughs> right. So can I just say something? Yeah. Here's what I'm understanding. Only Somewhere. if it's a poem, I think. It's not, it's not poetry. <laughs> okay. Um. So ostensibly, we were founded on. A majoritarian yes majoritarian principles and then fairly early on we sort of recognized or that that wouldn't necessarily like pure majoritarianism wouldn't serve uh the you know the what white landed male population well, yes, because obviously we didn't give voting rights to the majority in the first place. Right. And then we further sort of made some people's votes count more than others because we had set up a electoral system. Right. Correct? Yeah, it's disgusting. Well, and here's... Well, and yeah, so... Right, maybe even like three-fifths of a... Anyway, um, but so now where, where this, this bit of history plays out in our contemporary history and why minority rule 
keeps getting thrown around uh, is that I guess a lot of the anxiety and fear that's sort of playing out in like all like the very far right circles <laughs> is that in the United States it's projected to be majority minority and that like race wise fairly soon right and mm. so republicans what they've been what what one would have hoped was that they would make their ideas more palatable and they could just get more people to vote for republicans i mean and that's the thing is that uh they 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 can predictably get a portion of the vote just based on values alone right like right just because because they've taken over the sort of language of you know the moral the kind of family values and you know anti-choice and um what else right like the the culture wars right so they um yeah but what what is happening like we just had a a election where this played out was that you know with healthcare uh you know people are like why exactly are you not accepting like federal health and Medicaid expansion? And yeah. it's like people are finally putting it together. It's like, why, what, what have you done for me lately? You know, because yeah. it's, you know, if you, again, it, they've had a couple of years where they've had all of this power and it's like, all right, so what, what are we getting out of this again? Like, why are we voting Republicans, so they realized that since they're not really wooing people, they are able to get the people who just reliably, even though it's a smaller group of people, uh, there's a way to adjust the voting system to where they can, uh, even with a smaller amount of votes, they can... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Are you talking about gerrymandering? That's yes. I'm talking about gerrymandering. Yeah. Talking about voter suppression. Yeah. Things that we've covered before, guys. Yeah. Done these yeah. podcasts, so if y'all wanna hop yeah. in, in here and okay, I okay. do know about this. Yeah. So this is where it all comes crashing back. So. So yeah. Which is how you get minority rule because the smallest part people you don't you don't you're not even getting the majority of the vote but you're still you're still getting in yeah you're still getting in there just like in yeah. the past election actually the past few elections yep um when republicans won by less than the popular by getting a uh, fewer Oh my gosh, my brain. By getting a smaller percentage of the popular vote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so that's, that's why you weren't jumping in. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm you, a little compromised. You yeah, know what no, I, I was going to tell you? Yeah, Sorry. what's up? No, no, no. I, that's... No, I would... Mm. Yeah, please do. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Ann? All, what I was going to say is, for a fun thing for the listener, I was Googling... Minority rule in children's cartoons. Oh. Hmm. It didn't lend a lot of results. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Other than, like, Thomas the Train. Then, like, fascist shit, you know. But I feel like... Is there a pop culture... Switch we can lay our head upon. <laughs> it's definitely Thomas the Train. <laughs> Remember Popples? Like being a useful Was engine? it the Popples? <laughs> um, let's see. Well, okay. So, we're talking about, like, just the House of Representatives, for example. Like, the... Right. Uh, what's happened is is that with the growth of population there hasn't really been as many seats added to the houses of representatives as there should be like California gets one electoral vote per 712,000 people as (laughs) opposed to Wyoming that gets one for every 195,000th person right yeah Oh, God. The electoral fucking vote is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, ridiculous. that's by design. Well, and that's it is. The thing. It is so, by like, design. Absolutely. A, re- a resident of Wyoming has 66 times the voting power in Senate elections as one person in California. So, in 2016, the Democratic Party got 51.4 million votes for its syndicate uh, Senate candidates and the Republicans got forty million. Yeah, and so you that's know what? what? I'll give you. I can't get into all the votes, but I'll go into <laughs> the Dakotas. Um, okay. okay, so you're on the reservation. You get mail through the U.S. Post Office. There is. There are these things set in place. To not let you vote. I mean, it's true. Like, you just, like, Google. Google. I'm, you know what? Google. Google. American Indian voting. Google it. And you're going to find out. That was part of a, that, that's, that's an example of voter suppression, right? Yeah. And is that what yeah. you're getting at? Yes. It's super hard for their voice to be heard. Right, yeah, and yeah. so they they do that quite a bit. So the it, what has become more noticeable is again that this is organized and has been going on for a while. Like this is, yeah, it's hard to know what the strategy strategy of like uh, the Democratic Party has been. Um. 
it certainly hasn't been as focused as the Republicans have been. Like, yeah, I, I right. remember reading about what it was like in the Clinton White House, and like they did everything based on polling. So, like, they didn't put forward a bill. They didn't like release a press statement or anything before they checked out how it was polling. And when you look at like the modern Republican Party, yeah, like, things like background checks for guns, they like over ninety percent of the population support that. But the people holding it up are Republican politicians. Cool. So right. it's well, like they lobbies. couldn't care yeah. less. Like that's the yeah. thing they. They don't care what the polls say. Like they're not. Right. They're not consulting the polls. <laughs> consulting the people. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know. not their. That's not their agenda at all. So um, it, yeah. that's another. That's another reason where where you have a party that again is is supported by rural view, like r- rural voters right. that have an unfair advantage, right? right. And putting in policies that are wildly unpopular. Yeah. You know, so it's... Well, and here, can I... I just... So the whole idea of electoral college is that if you just go by strict majority, that the people who lived in urban areas would not recognize the needs of the less densely populated rural areas... And that would, and then they would vote for policies that would somehow, you know, stifle like you know farming or, you know, other industry that doesn't directly immediately affect people in highly densely populated areas, but would affect the good of the country down the line if we didn't support. You know, industry it, like those sort of more rural kind of industry, right? Well, there isn't really a good. I I haven't ever heard of it because again, we have states' rights, right? If but you're so worried I mean about is, it, what I mean is like, is there any evidence that that actually would happen? That people no. would just be like, or or that even politicians would be short. I mean, they might be short sighted enough, but I mean. Do we have evidence that that's how it would play out if we didn't have an electoral college? No, we don't, because we never even tried it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's blatant, blatant voter suppression going on. Yeah. But I, it, but I just mean, like, there's no... We don't even know whether the electoral college is necessary because we haven't... Well, and that's the thing, is that no other democracy requires it. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that that's yeah. the other thing, is that... Do I need to read my poem again? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I, mean, I was honestly, I'm just glad you didn't have me ask again because that's the only thing I've been thinking about. It's like, how do we get to a point of clarity without some poetry? And I wasn't ready to make myself emotionally vulnerable enough to ask, but you got there. She sensed what you needed. You, you knew what I needed. Was. I had. Oh. A Benjamin Franklin insult hole, and <laughs> I needed you to fill it. Hard. <laughs> yeah, you were all in it. <laughs> she filled it good. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. But so, so that okay. Role. Minority yeah. role. So, but again, I feel like you know, 
I'm gonna, again, point out terms we've covered before, but it all, it's all coming back. All coming back, back to, to me, me now. now. And if I love you like then. Oh, great. Yes. <laughs> That's not the words. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if I kissed you over there. <laughs> and the fan machine's blowing my hair <laughs> next to a window. Okay. <laughs> the flesh and the fantasy. Oh. <laughs> the Franklin the kite and the key all coming back to me. You're in a dirt pit. I'll never visit. Democracy's entropy all coming back. Dumb dirt. Tummy, dummy, dirt, dirt. Dumb, dumb dirt. There were things I'd never do again, but then they always seemed right. That one I saw the endless passion. Okay. So, uh, uh, let me do. All right. <laughs> Regroup. 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 Okay. Yeah, no, we, we, I think, I feel like. I feel like we got it. We covered it. <laughs> we covered it. Did we? I mean, not 100%. Look, guys. Nice. All we wanted to do was. In my case, take a ton of medication, um, which I, I did. We all, we've, we're all on. Most of us are on tons of medication because you took one, steroids. One third of us are quite hyponasal at this point. So right. I hope that's been a treat for the years. Yes. Two third. Sorry, two thirds of us. I'll be. I'll be um, honest. I um, am chronic depressive. Oh, oh. Okay. In case yeah. nobody knew. <laughs> okay. I feel I feel like you've been dropping some pretty big context clues along the way, so if they're not I mean, yeah, if poetry then <laughs> right. I'm talking about I, I'm talking about a dirt now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like uh, to take one forever. Talking about a dirt nap. <laughs> I'd like to take one for depression. <laughs> it's true. Woo. I got a pillow called regret, and I haven't had one yet. It's a dirt nap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Minority rule. Conclusion. Conclusion. Yeah, conclude it. Conclude it. So. Conclude it. <laughs> conclude it. Why, why, why are we even talking about this? The only thing, the reason we're talking about it is because we've actually had a couple of wins as progressives lately. And it's only because we showed up in such big numbers we were able to defy like voter suppression methods and you know uh what were the other techniques 
<laughs> gerrymandering. Gerrymandering, yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that, okay, Paul Tuck. Oh, I was also going to say that, um, uh, the other thing was getting the Voting Rights Act, uh, overturned, part of it overturned, where they could reintroduce some right. pretty strict, um, good old, again, good old-fashioned voter suppression methods yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the clearing of the voting rolls. There's all kinds of voter suppression tactics, but... Uh, many, but, many, many. But, yeah, so uh, the point is, is that there is opportunities for us now to... Um, you know, if we were able to uh, get enough progressive candidates elected, we could undo those things. Yeah, uh, right. like but Jeremy. We to, but we we have to really, really, really come out. Like I was reading, I wish I <laughs> just brought this up, but now I don't have the numbers. But we have to win by quite a substantial margin in order to win back just the presidency right so and it's possible the thing is is that i think where we need to put our attention is people who didn't vote in the last election because i think like a lot of younger people just weren't passionate about voting so yeah yeah all right that's it okay (laughs) wow well, um, God, I hate I hate to wrap it up, but um, yeah. we've reached the end of the road. <laughs> um, even further down. <laughs> even further down the downward spiral. Yeah, That's tell right. everybody. Tell all your friends. That's right. <laughs> Especially if they're Trent Reznor. <laughs> because, if they're Trent Reznor. Because we're looking for a sponsor of further... <laughs> Even further down the downward spiral. Okay. Uh, Are we doing which it? Is, yeah, we're we're ready. Uh, and again, this, now we're gonna say goodbye what? now. I was just gonna <laughs> say that what people don't know about um, even further down the downward spiral <laughs> is that it's actually our second album. After the first one, which was the, <laughs> the dishwasher safe pretty hate machine, <laughs> which, was, <laughs> which was not well received, <laughs> but uh, it it was you our could baby. Take it, apart it was and our baby. Clean all the component parts. <laughs> right. It was it was pretty good. Dishwasher safe, pretty a machine. Um, so get up. Uh, all, all right. right. So if you want to contact us, um, and again, I know you don't because you haven't, but if you should, you it's we're on Instagram Axopod. Um, we're on Twitter Axopod. Uh, Gmail Axopod. Your mother's house Axopod. <laughs> I sent y'all a screenshot of my poem. No. Oh, great. 
She did. In your, is it in your your script? <laughs> lovely script. Oh God. Uh, she, oh, she did. <laughs> yeah, I can verify that. That is true. Keep it for out. Treasure it. All right. Well, we shall. All right. Bye. I love you. Love you too, guys. Bye. It's talking to the audience. Good. Oh. Good night now. Love you. Love you. Okay. Good night now. <laughs>